Hello, and welcome to the podcast Used Up Pens, an interview series about the Landreth family's journey with a son and brother diagnosed with autism, Trent Landreth. Today, we will be discussing what it was like for Trent to travel on vacations to holidays and other family events. Please be aware that this episode will deal with many of the violent tendencies that Trent had as a child and how Corey and Andrea handled those behaviors in those specific situations. Here's your host, Tristan Moore. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Use Up Pens podcast. I'm your host, Tristan, here with my parents, Andrea and Corey. Hey. Um, Today, we're going to talk about... um, some personal aspects of not only Trent's life, but um, our parents' lives, too. Um, so, to kick family it off... Family life. Family life. The fam, fam life, with a Y. <laughs> L-Y-F-E. Um, oh, clever. What are... It should what be were a reality show. Your careers as we slash Trent were growing up. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, who's going first? Um, so I, I don't, I'm trying to think, well, Trevor, okay. When Trevor was born, I was building houses and then went back to college. Tristan was born there. At college. She's a spud, Idaho spud. That's right. Um, and then, and then I started, uh, preaching in. 96 or 97 97 because I was pregnant with Trent okay and then right after that you you had Trent um and then and so now I've been a preacher for 23 because he's 23 23 years because he's 23 right Oh, 24 this 24. summer. Yeah. 24. That's, I was going to say because 24, I was but you jumped in and said 23. I was one. Right. I was pregnant with him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was July. I mean, you started preaching there in yeah. May of 97. Yeah. So yeah. yeah no, actually, I, well, I, I think I officially started in I July know, but we, of 97. You preach every week. We do yeah, it back and forth every week yeah. from end of May, I think. On. Yeah. Okay. So, so mom. um, Let's see. When Trevor was born, I was a student, and I also worked at a bank about 30 hours a week, 35 hours a week. You were going to say 30 hours away. A week, 30... (laughs) 30 hours, 35, I think it was 35 hours a week. You're anyway. supposed to say you were in, you were in finance. Oh, uh, well, I was a teller and it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that job, but I went to school in the mornings. I went to work in the afternoons and on Saturdays, but, um, and then when I was pregnant with Tristan and we moved to Idaho, little spud potatoes for life, right? With a Y. Um, we lived there just one year, but when we were there, I tutored homebound children. Because mm-hmm. I had a degree in education, and um, and then I babysat, which was pretty much oh, the goodness. worst. So yeah. um, then, because I, I was working nights in machine shop there and going to school during the day. Yeah, that sounds. <laughs> awful. We're trying to find ourselves during this time. So then <laughs> we moved to Mulberry, where I um, where Trent was conceived. Where, where I uh-huh. right. Oh my god. Um, where I worked for a place called Pitsco. I was like the receptionist secretary to the president or whatever. For, it wasn't prestigious. It just sounds no, that way. No, it was prestigious because he was... I worked there one he year. He was Jim Ryan and Jim Ryan He was, was not. The, Jim Halpert? Anyway, I worked there just one year. And yeah. then during that time, I got the stuff to do a 
um, homebound course for medical transcription. And mm. so we moved to Leon when I was pregnant with Trent and I studied that for, it took me two years to get through that course, but I mm. did homebound. I did a homebound. I did medical transcription at home for five years. And then when all four of the kids were in school, finally I started teaching <laughs> special education. Yeah. And then I taught special ed until about 10 years ago. I became a school psychologist and now I do that. Right on. And she's fantastic. Oh, I'm aware. I try. <laughs> okay. So, um, what were some like day to day happenings, um, for the young old Trent? Um, do you remember any like specific sensory sensitivities or like, goodness, we were always trying to do things that would give him pressure. Um, yeah. because he really, I mean, he, he was obsessed with my nose. This is a day to day activity. He's still activity. obsessed with oh my goodness. everyone's yeah. nose. He loved my nose so much. I remember crying and feeling like my nose was just yeah. going to fall off my face because <laughs> he wouldn't. Because when he get aggressive, that's where he went. Yeah. When he when he was, you know, when he wanted in, to show anything. love and affection, yeah, any emotion, it was the nose. But yeah. if he was if he was upset, it was harsh and yeah. yeah that was no fun which is why he all. loved the uh yeah he still where's does your it, no- but... i got your nose joke oh yeah <laughs> you could almost like trick him with that oh, i know yeah i know it's yeah. like he really thought yeah the thumb was his yeah it was weird so we did things like he had a ball pit in his room at one time oh, we, did we had a swing hanging yeah. from his ceiling and attached his room. a swing to the mm-hmm. rafters in his bedroom we so tried all kinds swing. of things we did Expo um, markers I, all I was thinking the, right well and we were taking White him walls. to uh we were taking him to a, a psychologist person at the time I think and mm-hmm. and and so I do you remember I built yes. a uh I built in the corner of our living room but a, that was for like oh, a I safe remember that. space mm-hmm. yeah that was and supposed so to be for went, his aggression yes yeah, so and we went I went all this like I framed it and sheetrocked mm-hmm. it you put and like I, mats we, up inside we put these yeah these mat pads they were huge up in padded mats yeah, yeah really they were heavy. like like for gymnastics or whatever yeah. and mm-hmm. and i and he never used it he ripped the Hated padding it. off the walls I, he never went in there like we tried <laughs> to did. force him in apart. there or whatever when he was really aggressive yeah. did not work it was pointless and useless and ridiculous i remember um, um one time I used up all the tape when I was making a project. Yeah. And With, I uh, one time I hid the listen, I hid lots of time. I hid the tape dispenser in that little padded <laughs> room. Because I didn't so we want didn't you know, to know get it was mad gone. Oh my goodness. The good thing is, uh one of those pads is I still have and it's in the garage and I use it when I change the oil and work on the car. I put it on the ground nice. and I get on it and such good news, Dad. I know. <laughs> so cool it was at least it wasn't totally yeah worthless but I, yeah there were all kinds of things that yeah we, we tried a lot we of did what when he drew was really weird he never did care for the uh, i mean except for the swing he liked the swing but the mm-hmm. other things that we did that we thought oh man he'll love this like we painted his room and like primary colors totally mm-hmm. redid his room yeah primary colors and then we put up those white melamine boards uh, mm-hmm. on the top section four yep. foot all the way around his room we did that because he drew, he drew all over our walls and yeah. our furniture which is a whole other podcast but 
Yeah, he didn't care about it. We expected him to draw all over those, and we had all these expo markers for him. I, he hardly drew on no, it. No, yeah. he didn't. He liked the feel of the pen on the phone book paper, especially, mm-hmm. and feel to feel the groove. The he wall, wanted to make or the, the groove. Dresser. He yeah. never drew in pencil. He always drew in pen because he could make a make a groove yeah. with it. And so he can't do and, that with a whiteboard. And yeah. he would use up the pens. <laughs> he would use up the he pens. Would. Yeah. So what did you always say? You said, I think, Mom, you said all the time, I've never used a pen till it was empty. Yeah, most people don't use a pen till it's totally gone. They'll lose it before it's gone. People rarely use up a whole pen, but when I cleaned his room and still, still, we find tons of yeah. used up pens all over. Yeah. Hence the name of the podcast, Used, used Up, up pens, pens, because <laughs> Mr. Trent uses them. And the, and the cover yeah. image, uh, once we do that. He's not as okay. messy. I don't find them all the over podcast. the perimeter of his room yeah. like I used to or in his toy box. Do you remember when we I moved? I used to find tons of them in his toy we box. We moved from the Denver house. And when we finally like took everything, all the stuffed animals and the bed and the chair and all the stuff out of his room, there was a million used up pens yep. under the bed, yeah. under the chair, in the thing, in the yeah. closet, everywhere. Yep. Tons of them. So I think now he's more apt to just throw them away because I don't find them as much. Yeah. And also he, he, I don't think he draws as much. He still draws, but he enjoys looking at his drawings so Very much. Excited about yeah. That. Yeah. He was drawn a lot yesterday, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, there's also another meaning to uh our title of used up pens um and i'll talk about that for a second um just that um it takes a lot of energy to um raise a child on the spectrum um and a lot of times we feel like the used up pens am Mm. i right you're right (laughs) hey oh right you feel (laughs) empty sometimes yeah Yeah. drained yeah yeah so um Yeah, so the purpose of this podcast is um, to help other families not feel as used up. We want to help fill up your pins. Help us fill your, (laughs) replenish the Replenish your pins. Well, and Trent's, (laughs) you know, Trent's website and and art and all that stuff, um, you know, talks about encouraging people and educating and, um, yeah. This yeah. is not a, I mean, like it's a bit like we, and this is part of it. We were, we were lost like so mm-hmm. many people. We could do a podcast on our first experiences trying to find help. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went to a, uh, autism society meeting and, and we attended those for a while. And it's no help at oh, all, but um, yeah, well, it's hard because not, no one is the same. Yeah. What right, did we always right. like? People would always ask in the last podcast, we talked about this, but um, people would go, you know, oh, what's it like or whatever. Because if you've met one autistic person, you've met one autistic person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. person with autism. <laughs> so, Stephen Shore, Dr. Stephen Shore says that. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like everybody is di- like, like the rest of us, everybody is different. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned you had that little space in the corner uh-huh. to try to manage maybe some physical behaviors. Um, was there, is there anything else that you can think of that you modified oh in order goodness. to uh, help his You mean physical besides our lives? <laughs> we tried. Well, man, he, we, we have a trampoline. Yeah, the trampoline. Yeah. We went, we went 
gluten free. Right. I was going to say oh, eating, eating was different. We didn't only go gluten free. We went gluten free, sugar free, casein free, yeah. whey free, Ugh. everything free for six yeah, months. Yeah. And we had to eat these nasty rice chick nuggets. <laughs> yeah. They were the worst things of my yeah, life. It was, it was awful for we, all of us. We tried. Especially for your mom who had to cook all that crap. <laughs> but I, I think, I think every aspect, like literally every aspect of our lives was, was changed or altered or different in, in yeah. some way. Well, and because he's extremely picky, we always modified food, but that wasn't, we weren't keeping it, aside from those six months, mm-hmm. <laughs> we weren't keeping anything from the rest of us because yeah. he, he just yeah. didn't want it. We just had to, you guys knew <laughs> that at dinner he might have chicken nuggets or M&Ms. He might have, all the yeah. he might he have wanted, M&Ms for dinner <laughs> just for our them. own survival. Yeah. And then you had to eat what we fixed. So what do we always say? Life, Life isn't, isn't fair. fair. No. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm trying to think of all like just room stuff. And well, and we've mentioned well, this, I think, a couple times. We, the no sleeping thing. That was actually, a sensory kind of deal that we dealt with all the time. When we first moved to El Dorado, he was nine. And we actually turned half of our garage into a bedroom for him so that yeah. No one had to share a room with him because I think all of you took your turn having a room with him and mm-hmm. it was not no. pleasant. Well, TJ <laughs> just told us not very long ago that he was terrified at night that Trent was the, going the to short time. He was yeah. rooming with him <laughs> in his yeah. bed yeah. at yeah. night or go, go all ballistic or something. And, uh, it was just trial and error a yeah. lot of the time, but finally just, making a space for him but i think like yeah yeah like he had to have his own figuring out who to share with who though when they were growing up was difficult because tristan was the only girl we hated to make her share with her brother a a brother trevor was the oldest by a few years three years the others were closer together in age so felt like he needed his own space and didn't need to share with a little brother you know and it was it was hard. It was like we had reasons for each of them to have their own rooms. Yeah, I think of like um, like when he wasn't sleeping. Do you, you remember like he might get an hour or two very early in the morning. But as soon as the sun came up um, and like his room got light, he was awake and he was yeah. up. And then he was just going all day unless you put him in the car for like two seconds <laughs> when which he'd go to sleep in the car while we were driving. Not always. Not always, but a lot of the time because he wasn't getting any sleep any other time. Yeah. But if he slept even five minutes in the car, like you'd, you'd go to the school to pick the kids up and bring mm-hmm. them back. It was a very short trip. But if he fell asleep in the car, instead of going to sleep at two or three o'clock in the morning, he would go to sleep at four or five or six in the morning mm. that night. And so, we're, you know, all the other parents want to get their kids in the car to get them to go to sleep. And we were like, no, stay awake. But <laughs> melatonin saved our lives. And yes. it was only maybe five when that started. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, but we, we did some things like, um, I believe we had high locks on the door to go outside. Oh, yeah. Because he had was a to. runner. Yep. And, yeah. And um, he would find his way to get out of anything. It was really kind of yeah. scary for a while. His running phase, which he did outgrow. <sighs> Thankfully. But that was pretty scary. That's he, I remember him stories. eloping in 
in Leon, but I don't remember him eloping in oh. El Dorado, did he? No, he didn't. No. In That's fact, I, I was a little afraid he would in moving to a bigger city. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted two things. I wanted to be away from a main street and I yeah. wanted to have a fenced backyard. Mm-hmm. And, but but, he ne- but it was never a problem. Never, never, yeah, even in the front yard, I don't think he ever left the yard. No, he never lived. But in, it, but in Leon, we had I to call the cops. I think there was about six months. Yeah. There was like a, maybe a... Him six month span that he did that all the time he yeah. you know he went through phases well yellowstone <laughs> yellowstone when he ran and that was away a multiple times and then and then i don't how long was he gone in leon like 20 minutes or something couldn't i don't know it was him. a long time but he ended up being across the street yeah in the, in guy's, the guy's backyard. backyard yeah and he just walked out but like, we had the whole town looking for like, him what are, you, well, he, what are you doing like uh, a cat he was like a cat he just come back like what he eloped at grandma's house one time, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was a quarter mile down the he road. Ran through the some fields. Neighbors. I think it was further swing than that. Swing set. Backyard on their swing set. Yeah. yeah. And she called grandma and was like, hey, are you missing a child? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Through the fields. Well, I think um, a, with driving from their house, but oh, okay. across the, across. it wasn't that far. Yeah. But we didn't even, like, I didn't even. I didn't even know they had a swing set in the backyard. I didn't How yeah. did he even find that yeah. or know that? Yeah. But Sen- yeah, I senses. think he had to like. He sensed it. <laughs> go Spidey through a senses. fence. Didn't, I mean, aren't there, there's barbed wire fence I don't know, out but there it was and, scared grandma too, dad. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Grams. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, well, we're trying to go back to uh, like sensory stuff you know he all mm-hmm. we, we talked in the last podcast about him having to carry things all the time yeah and you know i remember do you remember we stopped at that we took a big vacation and trevor uh, oh, was always interested in me? dinosaur stuff <laughs> no. oh <laughs> a uh, that'll be the next uh, that, well that'll be later in this one i guess yeah. uh but uh we always were trying to stop at dinosaur places where you could dig for bones or whatever because Trevor was super into dinosaurs. And I don't think we ever dig for bones. Uh, I think we just... Yeah, no, we did. <laughs> well, I mean, we went to places where they did that. Okay. I can't remember the name of it, but it was in Utah one time. Anyway, do you, you remember getting out of the car and we were going to go into the like the lobby and we we're going to pay to do the ride or whatever, and he... He was so, because he was trying to carry all those things. He kept dropping <laughs> one of his VeggieTales. And he'd just, oh, he'd scream. He'd be so angry that he couldn't hold it all. And we tried to give him a bag or whatever. He was not interested in it. He had to hold it all. And now he's like, you give me that bucket. I'm yeah. carrying my animals in Oh, that. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now learned, he'll get something. He's learned how to accommodate to yeah. what he needs. And yeah. If I have the bucket oh, or a man. bag at home, he'll get a bag. Yeah. Sometimes. But he would carry everything. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Insist on carrying everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I guess next would be holidays. <laughs> Did he ever have behaviors around family at holidays? Was it worse when there were more people around? This would be a shorter conversation if you asked, did he ever not have meltdowns around holidays yeah. and when there were lots of people around. I, I think the holiday you, that stuck out the most that, that I knew was always going to be a problem was Thanksgiving. And I don't know if there were more people, if it was louder or what, but he melted down almost every Thanksgiving. That's the time I, I ended up wrestling him in my parents' bedroom and he, I swear he cracked my cheekbone. He kicked, mm. <laughs> I was trying to hold him and he kicked off the wall and headbutted me in the face and, yeah, that that was rough for some reason. He knew where to go. 
Yeah. But so, so we normally have uh, celebrate holidays at grandma's a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did that look like? Like when we all came in as a family, where did Trent go? What did we do? Was he with us? Was he mm. separate? He would typically go straight to grandma and grandpa's bedroom. Because did he do that when he was really yeah, young? I was he trying did. to think. He did. Okay. Yep. Um, but it didn't keep him from melting down. He, I mean, yeah. He, yeah. when he was younger, he still did. Well, like and we're at Christmas. We time, were all loud. I mean, the family gets together is just loud all over. Christmas and birthdays, when he was young, he did not want a bunch of presents. He would open one and want to just take it and have it. And he would actually get like upset that he had to open more presents. (laughs) So we got to where Christmas, we would take him his presents in another room, yeah. Just, you know, we'd take turns opening them. So it was his turn. Somebody would take it to him and mm-hmm. he'd open it. And, and he, you know, now he handles that fine. But but then that would that would set him off to give him too many gifts. Yeah. Do you think maybe... Well, because he, he gets fixated on stuff yeah. that mm-hmm. he likes. He wants only that one thing. Yeah. Do you think that played right. a part Overload, into it? Maybe. Yeah. 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 And that... And just, I think the, the people... The chaos, like one of the things Trent is really good at is sensing the, what, what it is, emotional intelligence. Yes. <laughs> and so sensing that of, with you or mm-hmm. in the room, you know, we used to, we, I remember we had to have a talk with grandma about y- using her soft grandma voice with him. And then when she would use that voice, it, he would get more agitated. And so we had to talk to him about being talk to her about being very direct and stern with him when she would tell him if he was getting upset, Yeah, if he was getting upset mm-hmm. or whatever, she, instead of going, Oh, Trent, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like Trent, no, <laughs> like you had to be direct and stern yeah. and he responded to that. But if you came with a soft voice, mm-hmm. like there have been different people in the districts and the different places that he's been, that he's had to work with that were, that were just soft-spoken people mm-hmm. and he just chewed them up and spit them out. <laughs> a lot of times at holidays, I think that we would leave early. Yeah. I think we intentionally didn't stay as long as we might have um, just because he, he was better off at home. Yeah. Did you ever dread going to holiday functions because of... I don't remember dreading it, no. I remember thinking ahead of time... Make sure Trent takes some videos. What yeah. does he need? Make sure he's got notebooks to draw in or phone books. Yeah. Um, just to be prepared. No, like, like, yeah. I think we always... Exp- like, this is going to be I rough, think we but always, we're going to um, didn't, I didn't think we anticipated the worst and dreaded yeah. it. I, I think mm-hmm. just... Well, I um, think we didn't want to def- deprive the rest of you of those yeah, things. Right. And thankfully, and, you know, the grandma's got a big house mm-hmm. and, um, and he could be on his yeah. own. Yeah, I think alone. the... I don't want to use the word worst, but you, you know, when we would, when we would make the drives to Idaho, um, to be with my family well in Oregon mm-hmm. and there first. was a lot of people, a that, lot more, people a lot than more there people. Already were. Yes. <laughs> and, th- and then they're all Landreth's. So yeah. <laughs> they're all loud yeah. and, and snarky Weird. and obnoxious <laughs> and yeah. And, but so it's a lot of people and it's a lot of noise and it's people he didn't know. Yeah. Unfamiliar. And, and so, everything. Yeah, yeah. Unfamiliar everything. And so it was really, um, I think those times, you know, I, and I, if I'm honest personally with me, 
you know, around my family. And, you know, I hadn't had to do that before with Trent and the way mm-hmm. that he behaved and the way he acted. And, and then, you know, you feel like, you know, like, honestly, you feel like a bad parent, like you're not doing your job or something when mm-hmm. you have to. Well, honestly, the time that was the most difficult was like we were talking about his emotional intelligence or whatever mm-hmm. was when we went for uncle Kurt's funeral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were the same people around that he'd been around before in Idaho, but he, that was when, wasn't that the time or was it when we went there? When, no, it that was it. We had to get medicine for him. Oh, called yeah. In. Yeah. He was we having a terrible doctor. time. Yeah. And we, I mean, I, and the only like, difference was everybody was emotional yeah. because of the reason we were there. Yeah, and I really feel like he struggled with that. Yeah. Even during that time at home, I think that was when he was having his yeah. headaches so much. Mm-hmm. And I really thought he was feeding off of our emotions. Oh, a lot. Mm. I would say almost all people with autism, are they, they pick up on that. If you're anxious because you don't know yeah. what they're going to do, they're going to it's going to make them mm-hmm. escalate it. Yeah. yeah. And so kind of a dis- depressive state in our mood caused him to be yeah off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the most he's ever struggled being away from home was that time. I think I, you're probably right. When you talk about the whole trip, I think there were, there were trips where there were specific incidences that I, I would, at least in my mind were, were a lot worse but then they, but they were over <laughs> and then it was okay for right. a while. He was, he was just kind of trip. on edge, mm-hmm. uh, upset, anxious the whole time. Every little thing kind of set him off. Um, I don't remember what was the medication for that we picked up. Was it for his aggression? It was to try to get him to calm down because he was so upset. Yeah, I don't know that it ever worked. But no, it didn't it, work. Yeah. But So I know uh, the 4th of July causes a lot of anxiety for families mm-hmm. affected by ASD. Do you remember that being the 4th of July being especially hard yeah. or he always stayed I in was, the house. I was busy blowing yeah. stuff up. So <laughs> well, I don't he know. always stayed in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and he, it didn't seem to he bother him if he was in the bit, house, but yeah, he would come out a little bit, but he did. Yeah. He was not. Well, I, I don't think we but ever had stayed for a very while. long after the loud fireworks started. Grandma made like at night that weighted vest that he wore a little bit. Uh huh. Um, yeah. He wore a weighted vest for a couple of years. I don't know, but, um, yeah, I, I know that at home during when the fireworks go off and stuff, I don't know that he really reacts too much to that popping uh, I, in the street no, or whatever. Because he, you know, we talked about, uh, talked about thinking he was deaf for a long time because he just doesn't care about things he's not yeah. directly involved in. I do he know. does, na- he does now feed off of other, like even in his day program now, many times it seems that his self-injurious, uh, um, behaviors or, you know, when he lashes out in some other way that it seems like that's typically sparked by another yeah, client an being outside. allowed mm-hmm. or throw, tipping a chair over or doing something yeah. to mm-hmm. kind of set him off. So but, when you say he was inside um, during fireworks and all that, was he watching them or was he just doing whatever? I think he was he, just doing his Yeah, he thing, he you know? was That's what typically I in Grandma Grandma's room and he could see through the window. And, and I remember trying to get him to watch, mm. thinking he would like it, but he wasn't really yeah. interested. <laughs> yeah, didn't really care. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. him participating in like an Easter egg hunt or like trick-or-treating? Uh, forced. 
forced. Yeah. All of that force. You have yeah. to force him. We still force him to hunt for eggs. Carry the basket. <laughs> I help him as well every year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wants the candy, so he'll he'll play along. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no. I remember torturing him by putting a costume on him, and he. <laughs> Get upset and we take yeah, it off. Halloween. Just let us get a picture. Yeah. <laughs> okay, get the picture. Yeah. <laughs> Did he go trick-or-treating? Uh, we would try. I think maybe for when he was really young, probably. But it seems like we tried just a short little bit, and then we'd take him back home, and then eventually yeah. it just ended up, he doesn't care. This is just for us. Yeah. So we quit taking him. He'd stay home with Grandpa while the rest of us went out There's trick-or-treating. There's a lot, yeah. Yeah. Same with They were both Caroline. happy. Trent and Grandpa right. were very happy to stay home yeah. while we went trick-or-treating. Yeah. You know, every every parent has hopes and desires for their children. Right. Every parent wants to see their children. And he was so darn cute. Involved. So to in, put him in a costume was yeah. just adorable. Yeah, every parent's <laughs> like, yeah. Halloween is just cool for kids. and But but I, but we process that the, the way we, like, you know, typically if you loved Halloween, you yeah. kind of you look forward and hope to, your kids do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, yeah, doesn't care mm-hmm. at all. I mean, give me the candy, but. Right. I don't want to uh, do the work for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the used up pens podcast. We're doing things a little bit differently today. I have Tristan, the host with me, and you might recognize my voice from the intro and outro. I'm Trevor. Uh, we wanted to take a second to, uh, just thank everybody for all of the feedback we've had over the past week or so. Yeah, thank you guys so much for all the attention and love that you've given to um, Trent's business and our family. We really appreciate all of that. Um, And we would also appreciate if you guys listen on Apple Podcasts, if you would give us um, a five-star rating, preferably, and um, a review um, saying what you like about the podcast. We would really, really appreciate it. It really helps us out and um, gets it to more people. Absolutely. And we get a lot of questions on TikTok and then, uh, well, actually, that's where I see most of the questions. If Trent has things like coloring books or t-shirts, he absolutely does. You can find that at drawingsbytrent.com and that uh, that link will be in the episode description from here on out. Join us. Actually, we have a surprise this week. This is a two-parter episode. So we released part one today and then next week we'll have a part two out. So you won't have to wait two weeks. And then the week after that, we'll have episode four where we'll talk about uh, going to the more specifics of the early years of Trent's life uh, with the siblings. And we'll hear from Tristan, myself, and our other brother, TJ. So uh, come back next week for part two, and then we'll see you again the week after for the fourth episode. And as always, thank you for listening.